Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. Cairo Feast. Yes, it's going to be a feast today. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. And a uh, special morning uh, for me because I've got four future doctors, the future of our profession sitting in front of me um, in my office. I've got uh, four young interns, trimester eight, um, all four of you, and uh, just diving in at our office, doing a little bit of everything and uh, a lot of stuff that's not so fun. It's, it's that time of year where we're doing a lot of paperwork and none of us are having as much fun as we have about two months from now when, when we can just uh, focus a little harder on serving rather than paperwork and all of that. But, uh, you know, I've got, I've got something that I thought, you know what, I'm going to just pop this microphone in and record our, our coaching session this morning because um, I think it's worthy of discussion. And that is, and for you guys in front of me, I, you know, I want you to know that, um, you know, the listenership of Cairo Feast is probably 70% chiropractors because that's the space that I'm in, but it's 30% people of, of all different uh, professions because uh, really what I focus on is I focus on principles of entrepreneurship and business um, and life that apply to everybody. So uh, people that listen to this podcast know that they need to just take what I'm saying, ingest it, and apply it to their own world. And that's true of, of chiropractic too. So I'm, I'm gonna say things that today that a certain chiropractor is gonna apply in a different way than the other chiropractor that's listening versus the mechanic or the dentist or the, you know, somebody else that might be listening as well. So, um, and that's a, that's a gift that you have, to, you have to work on, okay? You have to, you have to be able to, if, if I plunked any one of you, chiropractors sitting in front of me, um, at a real estate seminar, you need to be able to get as much out of it as a realtor that's sitting in the chair next to you. And you can, because the principles that they're going to talk about, whether it be, you know, how to connect with people and how to, how to influence your community and how do you uh, market yourself and how do you uh, prove to your customers that, that you're worthy of their business? You know, how do you do those? That applies to you too as a doctor. So if you can't plunk yourself into a real estate seminar and be just as fulfilled as the realtor next to you, then you're failing. Okay. So I would encourage you to be able to do that. Um, and so there's pe people that will do that. So I say that, and now I'm going to talk about x-rays. Okay. So if there's a realtor listening to this uh, podcast, they're going to go, well, what am I going to get out of, you know, x-rays? Well, you're going to find out in a little bit. So stay tuned. Don't tune out if you're a realtor or a mechanic, because you will be able to apply this to your own business. But what I wanted to share here with uh, these future doctors is a set of, uh, I've got four x-rays here of three different patients. So I've got two, I've got a, um, a lumbar, a, a to P and a, a lateral. So I've got two views of a lumbar person. I've got a lateral cervical 
of another person and a lateral cervical of a third person. So three different patients. One of the things that I believe separates me uh, uh, from other coaches, and I'm not, I'm not bad-mouthing any other coach that doesn't practice anymore, but I'm practicing. I'm in it um, every day. The pictures that I'm going to show you guys, um, and you know what, as long as I'm saying this, uh, I'm going to put these pictures in the notes. Uh, hopefully we can, we can do that. I can figure out a way to, to make that happen so that anybody listening to this will be able to see these photographs um, as well so you can see the pictures. Um, but I, I, I want you to be able to um, understand that these are the last three people that I've seen as new patients in this office. You know, this is not randomly selected, the perfect people for me to talk about. These are the last three that I saw this week and from the last part of last week. So the last three new, uh, new patients. And I'm going to tell you that uh, the three patients had very different uh, presentations. So one of them, one of the three, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask you guys, okay, and I don't know how, how this is going to happen, who's going to talk and who's not going to talk. I, I don't care, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, one of them was a 9 out of 10 pain. Walked in here. Uh, and I'm not going to say how they presented because then you can kind of guess which one it was. Um, but one of them was 9 out of 10, like a lot of pain. Very motivated to be here. Okay. Another one had what she called minor headaches. Not much of an issue, but has been to a chiropractor in the past and has some minor headache issues. So call it a three or a four out of 10, 10 being worst. And then the third person had no symptoms, but has been seeing chiropractors her entire life and is looking for a new one because she does maintenance care and wants a new chiropractor. Those are the three scenarios, the three different people from one extent, you know, Nine out of 10 pain, I mean, just like ready to, you know, go crazy to someone who just wants maintenance care and then one person that's kind of in the middle. Okay, so that's the picture. Now, um, I've, got the, I've got the pictures I'm gonna show you guys here. So the first one here is uh, lumbar spine. So let me tap on this so you can see it a little bit better. So lumbar spine, um, you know, relatively decent alignment here a um, little bit of arthritic spurring uh, taking place on the on the front side of the uh, the vertebrae you can see a little bit of uh, spur formation there so that does tell us something okay here's the a to p view um, you can see some alignment issue here but by and large I mean, you guys are studying all kinds of crazy x-rays, okay? You see all the bad stuff because you need to be able to recognize the bad stuff. But in essence, these pictures, if these pictures were taken in a, a medical office, the, the radiology report would probably say relatively normal. I mean, it's gonna be pretty innocuous, okay? So that's the first person. Next person, um, is uh, it's a it's a lateral cervical spine 
with a completely flattened cervical curve, like alordotic, no curve. Maybe even slightly reversed curve. No arthritis, no you know junk in here, but just a flat curve. That's the second person. Third person here has a beautiful curve. Joints look wonderful, but the very top bone is literally sitting on its side. I mean, the atlas is showing, you can see the hole. I mean, it's, it's huge, okay? But the cervical spine, I mean, if you didn't look at the atlas, you would say, my goodness, this is almost like a perfect spine. So those are our three people. So who do you think is the most symptomatic out of these three people? Go ahead and give me, give me a guess because there's, there's no right or wrong answer. And that's, that's, yeah, I mean, there is a right answer, but it's impossible to know this. And that's going to be kind of my point here. But who do you think would be the, the one that's in the most pain? Number two, the flat curve. Okay. Any other thoughts? I would think that one, the last one. The last one with the atlas tilted. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would say the lumbar. Okay. So, uh, we, you know, right here in this room, we got three different opinions on who's going to be in the most pain, right? Uh, who do you think is in the least amount of pain? The second one. The, the one. flat curve. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let me, let me divulge this to you. So the person that's in the absolute worst pain can't, couldn't even move the lumbars, the person with the, with the lumbar issue, okay? Um, the person with the least amount of pain, you guys nailed it. It was the person with the loss of the curve in their neck. And the one with the eh, minor issue of headaches was the person with the atlas um, literally sitting tilted on its side. Now, the point I'm making is in reality, I could have three more patients with same stuff, uh, same you know kind of findings, and um, it could be reversed. It could be the opposite because symptoms don't tell the whole story. You can't base your practice you can't base your care plan on symptoms alone. Don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Now, I will tell you that all three of these new patients of mine, all three of them, started a full corrective care plan in the last six days. Full corrective, which means 72 chiropractic visits to correct the problems that I found in their spine. All three of them started that. Two of them are under the age of 24 years old. So think about that for a second. These are, one of them is 22, one of them is 24. College age kid and just out out of college, making a commitment to 72 visits at about $40 a visit, I, you know, that's, it's like 2,500 bucks making a commitment to correct. Now, the one person with the lumbar problem, they're pretty motivated. They can't move. Those are the people that typically, you know, hand over their credit card and say, fix this, please. I can't move. It's easy. 
to explain what needs to be done and get people to comply with a good plan when there are nine out of 10 pain. It's like, whatever, put whatever on the credit card. I, 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 I can't move. Then you got the person with the, yeah, I've got kind of minor headache issues. You know, I just figured I'd come and get checked. Okay, three, four out of 10, that person. Um, and then you got the person with no pain. Now let's, let's talk about the person with no pain for a second. So she came in and this was interesting because uh, I said, well, how, how did you find us? She said, well, I found you on Google and then I looked at your website and I figured I'd give you guys a shot. I said, well, where were you going before? She said, well, I was going to a, a doctor down the street um, and they had multiple doctors there and the doctor that I was uh, seeing moved about four hours away and opened her own practice. And so she left town. And I said, well, why aren't you seeing the other chiropractors there? And she said, well, I, I tried them. I got adjusted by them, but I, di I didn't like them. And I said, well, uh, were their adjustments that different? Well, no, their adjustments were fine. Well, okay. She looked at me and she said, I didn't like them. She said, I connected with, I'm going to call her Ashley. Okay. I connected with Ashley, Dr. Ashley. And I just, I had a great relationship with her. And so that's what I need to build with a new chiropractor. And I found you guys and thought I'd give this a try. So what do you think I learned from asking a couple more questions. I learned, you know, and I, I don't mean to sound trite about this. Uh, she didn't care about the adjustment. She cared. I mean, she's paying for an adjustment, but what does she care most about? The relationship. And I looked at her and said, I'm glad you're here. You're my new BFF. And, you know, we joked around. We had, from that moment on, I knew that I could just be me. I didn't have to be a stuffy chiropractor. I didn't have to be analytical. I didn't have to show her angles and, you know, degrees and stuff. I mean, I showed her her x-rays and showed her the curve problem. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. But ultimately, I, I just knew that she needed to trust me. She needed to like me. And she needed to know that I was a real human being. People want a doctor that's a real human being. And guess what? I want an accountant that's a real freaking human being too. Because if they're just going to be a bean counter and, you know, do my taxes fine, I mean, there's some value to that. But man, I, I want to be able to talk to them and relate to them. And I want my accountant to, to love me and to appreciate me as a human being. And I want to appreciate them as a human being. And that's what people want from their doctor too. So be a human being, be real. That's what will help them be compliant to the plan that they need. You're not going to recommend something that they don't need. Don't you dare do that. But if they need something, okay, case in point, this gal sitting in front of me, she was the 24 year old, this gal sitting in front of me with no curve in her neck, and we, we know what that leads to. And I told her what it leads to. I said, you know, 
Ashley, I don't know her, Dr. Ashley, she might have been an amazing chiropractor. Obviously, you wouldn't have gone to see her if you didn't think she was an amazing chiropractor. And I did ask this gal, how often are you seeing her? Because she said, I've been seeing this, this gal for a number of years on a maintenance basis. Well, what does that mean? How often were you seeing her? She said, well, about every eight to 10 weeks for maintenance adjustment. That's five adjustments a year. Okay, so now I knew what I was dealing with. I'm dealing with somebody who's sitting in front of me with no pain and believes in her mind that a, a wellness plan, a maintenance plan is uh, five adjustments a year. That's not my version of wellness, okay? And I'm not here to argue with anybody. I'm, I'm just giving you my opinion because, hey, this is my podcast. I can say anything I want. Um, I believe that an adjustment once a week is something everybody on the planet should get. I think we'd have a happier, healthier um, planet if everybody got adjusted every week. And if everybody got like a couple of massages a month, I think we'd have a lot less wars on this planet. Because <laughs> I think people would be happier if they got a massage too. You know, I mean, so I believe that and, and I believe people should work out more than once a month or once every two months. Makes sense to me if you wanna take care of your body from a fitness standpoint that you would get in the gym more than once every 60 days. So why would I think any differently to take care of your spine? And guess what? Brush your teeth more than once every 60 days too. You know what I'm saying? So um, so at any rate, that, and now I know what I, I'm up against. I'm up against somebody that, you know, thinks that you know once every two months uh, getting an adjustment is the the maintenance plan for her and there she is with a flat curve and i'm like oh crap now i gotta now i gotta tell her and it is your responsibility i'm telling you straight up i'm ugh, eye contact here blazing into you guys if you don't explain to the person to this person with no symptoms with no curve in their neck what happens if she does not take care of that, then it's on you. It's on you. And let me tell you what happens, okay, because I'm a teacher, and if you do not have that curve in your neck, you have changed the position of where your bowling ball sits on top of your shoulders. You have changed how the weight of your head, 13 pounds, is sitting up on top of your spine. And when that happens, slowly and insidiously, over years and years of being like that, it will create degenerative change in your, in your middle to lower neck. It will cause your shoulders to slowly start to round. And eventually, you will be that little bent over grandma and grandpa that none of us want to be. We all know, think about it right now, think about the person that you know, maybe it's your aunt, maybe it's your grandmother or your great-grandmother. We all know somebody that looks like that hunched over, hunchback you know, person and nobody wants to be like that. But who is the champion of educating people on how not to become that? It needs to be chiropractors because we're the only ones that change the alignment of the spine to prevent that. And it starts with a flattened curve 
like this 24-year-old who has no pain. And if I'm not willing to tell her, look, here's what happens if this goes undetected, like if you never walked into a chiropractic office, or if you just choose to do nothing about it, here's what will happen. And I'm just telling you that from experience, this is what happens. It's not like, I'm not lying. It, this is what happens. It doesn't happen tomorrow. It doesn't happen next month. It happens insidiously over decades. But it's up to us to educate that this is what happens. And I said, here's how we can change it. Change the, and alter the course of where your spine is headed. And I showed her the corrective plan. Said, this is the investment. This is what it costs. Here's how we make it affordable. Are you ready to get started? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. From all three patients. Different, different report of findings, but all the same in me explaining what I saw on the x-ray uh, and then collaborating with the consultation information and uh, the exam information and my palpation findings, et cetera, and, and tying it all together and being a real human being and you get compliance, not compliance to fill your pocketbook, although you have to keep the lights on in your business, okay? But compliance to do something that is right for them, that is good for them. If you're giving recommendations to line your pocketbook and it happens in every profession, there are financial advisors and life insurance salesmen that will advise you to buy certain products because they get paid more to promote certain products. It happens all day, every day, in this city and every city in America. And dentists that make recommendations to do crowns or whatever that really are not necessary. I, I'm not poking fun at any profession because every profession has the same bad apples. Chiropractic's no different. We got bad apples, okay? Don't be a bad apple. Recommend what people need. And I told all three of those people that when we're done with this corrective program, and you should only ever have to do a corrective plan once in your lifetime, as long as you do good maintenance after. Now, if you go through a corrective plan and then you ignore your spine, well, a couple years later, you're going to be back in here with the same doggone problem, likely, because you're going to allow it to go back. And the, the best example of that is somebody that wears the braces on their teeth and then decides, I don't want to wear a retainer. Why would I do that? Well, to keep your teeth straight and protect your $5,000 investment that we spent. Okay. I know this because I had a daughter that didn't wear her Invisalign trays correctly. And I had to pay an additional $2,500 for the second correction. You got to follow through. You got to follow through. And yeah, you got to keep brushing your teeth. You're going to spend thousands of dollars on toothpaste your entire life. Thousands. But we just do it because we know it's right. We brush our teeth because it's, it just makes sense. Right? Please brush your teeth. Um, and guess what? Spend money on oil changes. 
not because your car is like overheating and sputtering. S spend money on oil changes because it makes sense to change your oil, protect your engine so it doesn't explode. It's good preventive maintenance. It makes sense. People do it in every facet of their life, but for some reason, in the medical profession, you have to wait for something to explode to enter the healthcare profession. I call it the sickness care profession because it has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with waiting for something to explode and go wrong, and then, once you lose your health, then you can enter this system. That's how it's designed. It should be designed opposite. Where do we go in order to stay healthy? We go to the gym. We go to the, the, the fresh produce aisle and the, you know, the, uh, you know, the supplement aisle where we can get things that are good nutrition for us. And, um, and we do things that, and we spend money, hopefully, on things that keep us healthy. Yes, and chiropractic is one of them. Don't just come when you hurt, okay? So my, my point with those x-rays is that um, x-ray evidence can help us. It's a tool to explain what's really there. You know, x-ray is very important in my practice. You don't have to have it. But man, when you can show a patient what's going on with their spine, then it's not just your words that they trust. They can trust their own eyes. They can see it and you can explain more, you know? You can explain more. So, any questions on this or any comments that you may have um, on this? Does that kind of make sense? Okay. All of this, of course, is based on your philosophy of, of what you do and how you do it. So your philosophy is important. No matter what you choose for your philosophy, and your philosophy will, will change and alter throughout your career. My philosophy today is different than it was 10 years ago and 20 years ago and 30 years ago. Um, it's okay for your views to, to change because you may get new information and you may see things happen with your patients that make you think differently and things like that. So it's, it's okay. Develop your own philosophy, but then own it. Own it and, and feed it into, into people and educate people so that people, ultimately, other people can benefit. Does this make sense? And I don't care what profession you're, you're in, dentistry, if you're a realtor, man, you want somebody in their dream home, right? You don't want them in the home that you make the most money. You want them in their dream home. So put them in their dream home and they will refer you dozens of their friends and family because you made their life better. But if you put them in a home that, that is not right for them, you think you're ever gonna see a referral from that person? No. You're not going to get the opportunity. All right. That's it for Cairo Feast today, and that's our episode. Um, I'm not even sure what we're going to title this, but uh, um, I, think it's, I think it's worthy of us listening to, and I think it's worthy of you sharing. So if you know somebody that needs to hear this message, please, I beg of you, share this, because that's how we get information to people. Go online and, and rate the podcast, uh, share the podcast, and uh, I'd be honored uh, if you would do that. Um, Stay hungry, be ready to be coached, be ready to, be, uh, to learn. I'm hungry always, I'm always learning. So stay hungry, my friends, and as always, 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 pay it forward. Cairo Feast.